Hello, Pilates lovers. Welcome to All Things Pilates. I'm Darian Gold. And you twist. Bring the pedal up slowly. Have you heard of Pilates Anytime? It's the one-stop shop for anything having to do with Pilates. One of the best things I like about this online educational platform is the variety of Pilates schools represented. In today's episode, you'll hear co-founder Christy Cooper share her thoughts about Pilates Anytime and the amazing feedback she receives. I hope you enjoy this interview and like me, You'll understand why her online Pilates business has such wide appeal. In 1992, when I learned about the Pilates method, it was by word of mouth, just as it was finding a Pilates class and then a certification program. But things certainly have changed. How Pilates information is delivered has exploded. And one of the main reasons is the online subscription-based websites offering access to an array of teachers and their knowledge. One of the most popular websites is Pilates Anytime. It offers over 3,000 videos taught by 120 teachers who either lecture and or demonstrate numerous Pilates techniques. At the helm of this 10-year-old company is co-founder Christy Cooper, who is our guest today. Born in North Dakota, and raised in Southern California, Christy was an active kid, drawn to anything that challenged her physicality. At the age of 13, her family moved to Solana Beach, California, and wanting to fit in at her new school, Christy sought out a girl who she thought would make a nice friend. It just so happened her new friend's mom was Kathy Corey, a second-generation Pilates instructor from the Kathy Grant lineage. Curiosity drew Christy to the Pilates classes, but as she says, I really just wanted to be skinny. Curiosity and vanity grew into sheer passion, though, because Christy loved Pilates right from the start. She took lessons for two years and became a teacher herself at the age of 15. Continuous learning was always a high priority for Christy. So after earning a communication degree at the University of California, Santa Barbara, she decided to explore the Pilates method in more depth and earned a certificate with Kathleen Murakami, founder of Synergy Systems. Then another mentor came her way, Rael Isakowitz, the founder and director of the world-renowned Pilates education organization, Bazzi Pilates. In 1998, Christie certified with Rael and shortly after accepted his invitation to work alongside him at his studio in Costa Mesa, California. Two years later, Christy became a principal instructor for Bazzi Pilates, which gave her opportunity to travel the globe to teach her passion. In 2005, six months after introducing Pilates to Oprah Winfrey, Christy was featured in a Pilates segment on The Oprah Winfrey Show. With the help of her business partners, they created a platform that gives people affordable access to a variety of Pilates workouts. And it's Chrissy's aim to have her subscribers experience the vitality, 
zest, and joy she herself continues to have. And though Christy doesn't think she's the gatekeeper, she does feel Pilates Anytime is a mirror of what Pilates is now. Calling in from Santa Barbara is co-founder of Pilates Anytime, Christy Cooper. Hello, Christy. Hello. Wow, it sounds like I've been so busy. Thank you for having me, Darian. You I'm have? Really happy to yes, be here. you have been busy. Yeah, well, if you count most of the lifetime, I suppose. But <laughs> yes, thank you. You're very welcome. Christy, who has influenced you the most in the Pilates world? Can I give you a couple? Because yes. there's various ways. Most certainly Kathy Corey, and, and she really more aligned with Ron Fletcher, although she was very heavily influenced by Kathy Grant as well, particularly later. But she set up these teen classes, and she, she basically gave me my way and supported me in my interest, maybe seeing a bigger picture than I even saw myself. Another person that comes to mind greatly is Julian Littleford, who I met much later. For me, he influenced and infused me with confidence that particularly when I was starting Pilates Anytime, and for showing me how effective generosity and spirit can actually be, particularly in this industry. And then no doubt for teaching Rayla Sakowitz, he continues to be inspiring to me. He was the day I met him and taught me so much in terms of how to show up in the world of Pilates. So those, those would be three as a start. Did you end up having your own studio? Well, now I do. <laughs> I never wanted one. I never did have one up until starting Pilates Anytime. So I worked at the, the place that now currently films Pilates Anytime. When we took over the lease in 2011, it was a boutique kind of fitness slash Pilates place. We were renting it in the beginning, and then a year later, we took it. And, and I, it was important to me to maintain a real studio. You know, this is the global studio. So that's why I did it. But otherwise... Never in the past, and probably wouldn't have, if not for Pilates anytime. Is this studio in Santa Barbara or Carpinteria? Carpinteria, well done. Most <laughs> <laughs> people don't get that. It's in Carpinteria, the actual studio, which is Santa Barbara County. It's about 10 miles south of Santa Barbara proper downtown area. Let me ask you, there are, as you know, lots of reasons why people begin a Pilates program. And for you, it was a common one, which is wanting to change your body. Did your body change in the way you wanted? And if so, how? So you're talking about from the start, right? Yes. Like, why ever? Oh, yeah. I wanted to change everything about me at 13. <laughs> I, I wanted to be skinny. No doubt about it. It wasn't just Pilates. I would do anything. I'd try to run. Or I'd do aerobics. But I found Pilates through, again, Justine is her name, uh, Kathy's daughter. And they did a team class and I got in there. And I think what changed for me, here's the thing. I was obsessed about my weight, but I wasn't overweight. It was the 80s and it was just me in a new community and me as a 13-year-old. All those things played into me needing to fit in. So when someone tells you when to breathe, when later I got to tell people when to breathe, yeah, my body changed, but I actually think it was my perspective that changed first. Maybe the mind I worked hard at it, and I could remember it, and I could do it enough, and then all of a sudden, it snuck up on me that I'm kind of appreciating my body. I kind of appreciate what I can do rather than what I'm not. So yes, my body did change, 
but it wasn't like I went from, I didn't have a massive weight loss or anything like that. It was just, oh, there's a structure into this system that actually is helping me build a structure as a person. It sounds like, though, you Mm -hmm. were slightly transformed first from the mind, the mind, the mental part of this work. I would say so. It took a long time. I, I I was hooked, but I couldn't have told you why. And I think in retrospect, yes, you're right. I mean, you couldn't go, oh, look at anything that I cared about back in those days. I mean, I spent another 10 or 15, 10 years probably really obsessing about my physical appearance. But in the midst, the Pilates practice was entrenching itself in me. And then it, it just dropped away. So yes, the mind was... And that's why more. it's called a physical and mental body conditioning. Yeah. I didn't care when I started. Let me put it that way. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I'll miss it if I don't do it. Or all of a sudden I can do, and all of a sudden I am enjoying being with friends rather than worrying about what I look like on the beach with them. Again, I'm talking back then and, and not, you know, through college. It wasn't an easy thing, but all the while I was loving it and feeling better. I just had to get past the mind was the first to change and also the longest thing to, to change, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a journey, as with anything that's valuable. Yeah. Yes. We have something in common. I started teaching when I was 14, and my first student, private student, was seven. I taught her private gymnastic wow. classes. And you started teaching Pilates at 15. How did you go from that time to becoming the co-founder of Pilates Anytime? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Do we, have enough, do we have enough time? <laughs> There's a good, no, probably not, but I'll do my best. A timeline, if you will, was I took it at 13, and I, I was like, right, there's, there's a sense of order here that I really, really needed. I, I know that now. Maybe in the first year I asked Kathy, can I teach? I was very quiet as a kid and not wanting to get up in front. In fact, I was horrible when I finally did. But I asked her to do that because it was like, this is home. I need to be here. And She's like, yeah, right, let's see if you're interested when you're 16. By 15, I was. So she let me teach the teen class. From That was a good four years. Well, no, the next year I got to teach the regular folk because I was committed, apparently, to her mind. And then I moved to Santa Barbara for college, and I came up here as a Pilates teacher. But this is 1989, and I'm 19, and I'm like, I'm a Pilates teacher. And everyone's like, well, what's that? What do you mm-hmm. mean you don't wear shoes? don't use music because we're still in the 80s. <laughs> Given my past, I was also, I went through the AFA program and became a teacher that I never taught. So I just said, I'm, a, I'm an aerobics teacher too. So I did that. And that led to personal training. So there's like a six-year window where I wasn't technically teaching Pilates, but kind of once it's in you, it's not gone. Cut to just a long-time practice of seven, eight hours a day. And then rail came into my picture and I was very fortunate to be the first person to teach his program. He sent me and and now lots of other people and around the world and I got to teach his BASI course for him. That was a huge factor for me. Um, A great confidence builder, right? Yep, it really was. And and just getting out in the world and seeing what else was going on and how important, you know, how important I felt it was and, and to be able to represent him was a really easy, fun time in terms of my timeline. And in the midst of all this, I'm thinking, I'm going to do this till the day I die. 
but wouldn't it be nice if I had insurance? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if I could leverage my time a little bit? Wouldn't it be nice if I got sick, I could just relax a tiny bit? <laughs> or someone went on vacation. That has to do with my business partners. It led to the beginnings of filming for Pilates Anytime, the beginnings of realizing there, there is another way. And that's not quite how we started it, but it, as far as my personal timeline, that's how it evolved. How did you meet those two business partners? Well, Ted, there's John Marston and Ted Johnson, and Ted is married to Erica. I met her the same time I met Justine, <laughs> and my high school best friend. And so all these years, he kept thinking, aren't you a master yet? Why don't you have a product? And in the meantime, he's gone to UCLA, and he's building websites in the early 90s. So he just kept wondering, why don't I make a video, make a DVD? And I'm like, you can't put Pilates online. That's blasphemous. You know, so I just... It just wasn't me, essentially. So over dinner one night, we're having this conversation, and and I'm saying the whole same old story. And he said, well, why don't we make a video podcast? I'm like, great, let's try it. We'll see. Put it on iTunes. We'll give it away. Long story short, we did that. He had a degree in film and uh, sound and was building these websites. We did one in the same studio we're in now, and it was so elaborate and it was good. It's actually on the website, but we couldn't do it again. He lives in LA. I live up in Santa Barbara. So that was it. A year later, he and John Marston, um, who had done two businesses together online, had just sold their last ones. One, one or two were successful, one or two weren't. And they were looking for the next thing to do. And they just called and said, are you ready yet to go try again? And in that conversation, it, yeah, I was. Do they practice Pilates? They do now. More than me, darn it. John goes, I think, twice a week and Ted three times a week. Excellent. In the beginning, no. In the beginning, no. I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. (laughs) It's not that, it's this. Let me ask you, uh, how is Pilates Anytime different from the other Pilates online sites? What makes it different? There's going to be part opinion and part fact here in both answers. Uh, If Yes. Three answers. Um, You said the word mirror, and I do think of that like we are inclusive. I am deciding who is of the highest caliber. I owe that to the members who will pay us each month. We're different because we're inclusive. You can step inside Romana's studio, so to speak. You can step inside Rail's studio, so to speak. You can step inside the studio, our studio. So you get to peek into and you get to see all the walks of life that are actually going on out there. So that's one way. The other way is that we have this Pilates Legacy Project, which might be another conversation. Another Um, show. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Thank you. Well, and we were first. So we have this community that's been built from the very beginning where it really started. It wasn't my intention, by the way, that teachers came on. Teachers were like, oh, my gosh. You know, some of them who had learned from a book and some of them who learned from Amy Taylor Alpers but were now no longer able to see her. So it was really a high influx of teachers. So I feel like there's a community that's been built out of that in terms of people talking to each other and people connecting and friendship. And I'm very, I'm very proud of it, that jobs are being had, you know, not, not so much from our members, but sometimes too that members feel comfortable going in when they travel to a new place. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. What has been the most challenging part of developing your online business with your two partners? Uh, 
<laughs> personally, it was the whole online part. I mean, I it was such a massive learning curve. I was in the studio all the time since I was 13. You know, I emailed my mom occasionally. And so it was such a big learning curve for me personally. With the business itself, it's been shocking how fast things change. And I don't mean that to say, like, it's an overnight success. I mean that more like, right, that was true yesterday. <laughs> now guess what? Keep up because this is what's true today. And there's so many more platforms, there's so many more things that have happened in the midst. That's probably the hardest is the business to keep everybody on the same page. Are you speaking about technology mostly? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, mostly I am. Not only, but within the within the technological changes, like all of a sudden everyone expects you have these commercials or, you know, I'm here to do plenty of commercials or the various platforms or we don't feel it's right to charge it. 18 U.S. dollars when you're somewhere where the currency, that, that makes it really a lot more money. So the currency changes that are happening, it's just the challenges in keeping up with all the moving parts. It's in flux all the time. All the time. And, and then there's a tremendous, we didn't have any competition when we started. There was no one else. I mean, there was other streaming on-demand workouts, but not Pilates. So Instagram, <laughs> it goes on. I could, I could keep going. But in the meantime, it's just like paying close attention to our vision and finding it within all the changes, what's most important. What has been the most satisfying part? I think it's the, the community that's come from it. I think it's that people act more, I do believe more people are doing it than were based specifically on Pilates anytime. But I also think maybe closer to home is the, the relationships and the community that's been built, the collaboration that tends to happen when you're sharing what you know with someone who knows more about the actual topic and then they share back. It, it's just really beautiful things happen there. So that's very satisfying. What about the members? Do they have a community as well? And do you ask for feedback? How does that work? I include the members on that last comment. Okay. I think that's a big part of it. People are inviting teachers in and becoming friends. So I include them on that. As far as feedback, absolutely. Uh, we, we rely on the feedback. We have member forums for each class and then separate topics also. And full-time customer service, Noelle, she's got to be there because we, we really do rely on it. So we get a lot of feedback. What's nice, when I say forum, I kind of have a bad image <laughs> about forums. But when you have a membership site, they really are interested in helping you do better for them and telling other people what's really great about this class or you know, what was constructively not good for them. In other words, it was slower than I thought or whatever. But mostly it's constructive and they're in on it, if that makes sense. And we totally rely on that. One thing that I really appreciate with your website is there is a video introduction with each mm -hmm. teacher. And so you get to know the person, man or woman, that you're going to follow along and learn and hopefully take that work into your own practice. I think it's lovely because it, it does create that community that you're speaking about. Was that your idea? I, I imagine I saw it somewhere that people do video biography. I imagine I did. I, I doubt that was my idea. The way you said it is exactly how I intended it, and I, that might have been different, which was I have this theory that when someone wants to learn something or take a class, or they're, they're not going to 
screen the person. They're going to wait for the first few seconds of the class. And if they like the class, they're going to then maybe go find out who that person was. And so that's sort of how I present it when I ask each teacher to talk. Like, they probably didn't even see you until they saw what they liked. So let's come in, <laughs> tell us who you are, where they can find you, what your focus is or what your focus was here. I, I, I think it's something that we can share, they can share free, you know, no one has to be on the side. It also shows the quality of our videos, things like that. So I, I doubt it was my idea, but the, the idea I did have, if someone resonates, if you as a teacher resonate with someone, they're going to want to know a little bit more. And now's the time to give it to them. Absolutely. Well, yeah. it's fantastic. Thank you for, for adding that to your website. You're welcome. Let, you. <laughs> let me ask you about potential teachers. What is the criteria right. that you use if a teacher wants to present their work on Pilates anytime? Can you hear me inhaling? <laughs> Get through this answer. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> no, it's... it's I would love to go, oh, you must have 10 years, da, 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 check off these boxes and you're in. But the fact is, is I got a certain amount of number of days. I got a, a concept and, and content that I now know I need to get out there. And so I can tell you two versions of it. In the beginning, I begged people for one, but also I was very committed to making sure that everyone understood, if you were a teacher, that we were standing on the shoulders of the people that came before us. That's one piece. So I had a whiteboard of just these would be the people that I would really love to cover and whatever of their students they suggest. And that's a little bit of how it went. I mentioned Julian Littleford earlier, and he alone supplied half the teachers. <laughs> but a lot of them where he would say, you've got to call so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I was like, will you tell them I might? Because I was so used to not being accepted by people who didn't know me, rightfully so. And so it's gone and gone that way, and it's never been about me trying to feature a teacher specifically, with, with maybe a few exceptions, you know, with the Deborah Lessons and the Julians and the Rails. And I want to make sure people know who they are, because YouTube and everything else is going to take over if I, if I don't really push for certain things. But, Quality but control. As as, like, that's right. It's like, no, this, let's set it up this way. Cut to... I have more videos than I know what to do with. I'm really interested in making sure I curate the ones I have in a way that makes it navigatable to other people and also to keep my eyes open. People who are out there doing the things we need that might be more current or might be more interested in the subjects that we need than maybe someone I know from, from I don't know. It, 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 there's no, there's, there's I, no I one, one way that you do this. Right. What we did for years was a competition. And that was in part to kind of free me up from having to choose and rather let the members choose. We're taking a little bit of a break from that now. But that was another way. That was a really good way to do it. Because even if you didn't win the competition, the people that entered it would get a lot of exposure. And, and like that. So, yeah, that was sort of the idea behind that. And this year we're taking a break from it. Christy, um, that was in another way. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're running out of time, and I want you to at least briefly touch upon the Pilates Legacy Project, and then you're going to come back and we'll speak only about that. But we have about okay. 40 seconds, no pressure. Okay, here I go. The Pilates <laughs> Legacy Project is the greatest work I've ever done. No, it, 
if it you're is. a history buff of any kind, it doesn't matter if you do Pilates or not. This is me trying to trace the family tree. I do biographies from the original. I utilize the students as curators. We discuss the method very briefly. You can skip that part and go into interviews. So if you have any fascination with history of any discipline that's going to be here for 5,000 years, this is a place you <laughs> can go. If I have more time, I'll keep going. But I Yes. <laughs> how, how does someone reach out to you personally, or do they go to your website? The easiest way, really, is if you go through contact or support at PilatesAnytime.com. That's a great way. Okay. And then I'm alerted even more so. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whew. Christy, thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to part two because what you're doing is extremely important and valuable. And I applaud you for doing this. I know it's a bear, but so far it's fabulous. And you'll talk more about it when you come back. Well, thank you. I look forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it inspired you. In order that you don't miss any of the great conversations, please subscribe, as it will also help others find all things Pilates. This show is produced and hosted by me, Darian Gold. It originates as a live radio show on KPCA in Petaluma, California. Podcast production is provided by Audio Ephemera. Hey there, I'm Andy, the audio engineer for all things Pilates. And as cliche as it sounds, I'm also a client. My Pilates practice has strengthened my core and, more importantly, given me a new awareness of my body and its abilities. Darian's approach is challenging but fun, and I always leave my sessions feeling energized. But don't just take my word for it. I recently visited one of Darian's classes, and here's what some other students had to say. Uh, My name's Kate, and I've been working with Darian for about six years. I started with her on mat classes, and then I moved to uh, working with her in her home studio, both in duets and privates on the reformer and the window chair and the other equipment. To do it well takes uh, dedication to continuing over and over. My name's Eric. I'm uh, taking Darian's Pilates class. She focuses on empowering you to move forward with just the symmetry and keeping the body in line and used the proper way that it is supposed to be used. And she has a good eye for that. Yeah, that translates into just an overall physical well-being. Subscribe to the podcast for more great interviews and check out DarianGold.com for her class schedule and other resources. Until next time, root your feet to the earth.